All right, welcome back now to KFYR Plus. And once again, it's Monday afternoon, 1230. That means it's time for In the Crosshairs. We've got J.D. and Clay with us uh, once again this week. Good afternoon, gentlemen. How are you? Great, J.D. Great to have you guys in with me once again. Lots of uh, topics to cover uh, here this week. Uh, but first, uh, how was your weekend? you have a good weekend? I know, uh, J.D., you probably had a pretty good weekend, didn't you? Oh, yeah, I did. It was a great weekend. Uh, my buddy and I were uh, on a prairie dog, we were in a prairie dog shooting contest down uh-huh. uh, Selfridge. And Clayton was there as well. He, he took some pictures and some video that he's working on. And we didn't win, but uh, I don't know what he ended up, Clay. I thought right around the middle of the pack out of the 25 teams, I think. Uh, Action yeah, you uh, didn't come in first, but definitely didn't come in last. I think <laughs> my high 26 dogs counted for and. We lost three and had a hawk take one. So yep. <laughs> what do you do? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. A lot of, a lot well, of people down there. Though. It was, it was fun. Had a good time talking, meeting a bunch of new people and actually a lot more people than I thought who listened and watched the show. And, so that was yeah. good to know, you know, they got some can koozies and whatnot. So, well, let's, uh, let's talk about that 31st annual shield, uh, Selfridge sportsman club, Prairie dog extravaganza was held. And, uh, JD, would you like to give us the review of how it all went down? Yeah, you know, it was better. I was in it one other time a few years back, and it, it was actually terrible that day, Jay. The wind was blowing, the sun wasn't out, and we hardly got any of them. And numbers actually totally, even the people who won the numbers of the prairie dog harvesting was down, but it was still it was still not, not too bad, you know. Uh-huh. I think, honestly, they should probably start it later. I think Clay would agree with me, because if you start at 9, there's not really any prairie dogs. Yeah, not yeah. too early like that, but... Uh, yeah, everybody everybody seemed to uh, to have a good time that I talked to, and it was just all, an all-around good time. Everybody enjoyed it. Got rid of some uh, land-destroying varmints for these farmers and ranchers, and good. it was great. Had a raffle afterwards. Actually won a shirt, Jay. It was a double XL, which doesn't fit a guy who weighs 185 <laughs> pounds very good. <laughs> so I gave that away to somebody, but I bought a shirt there too as well. And, and uh, yeah, they had a meal served afterwards. It, it was okay. good. It was really good. I had a great time down there, good people. Clay, how did yeah, you shoot? Was... Well, I didn't shoot. I was the videographer. Uh, okay. I went along as guns in the 701, did some video, and I'm actually downloading the videos today. It takes a little while to you know get those uploaded to the computer. Do see what we got uh, for footage. I, I know that I had more than I thought we did, Jamie. Uh, just yeah. Just looking at the files. and Yeah, it was great. I went, got to tag along, got some good exercise, and Numbers were down in the dog town, but we heard that all the way across. Uh, no pups. That was the interesting yeah, thing. No pups. Really weird. Um, that's unusual. There should be all kinds of them little pups running around, which make it a lot more fun. But, uh, yeah, I, I thought that was strange. I do know there's rumor there's some plague going through, and that's not the first time prairie dogs have been hit by a plague. I don't remember the name of it, but they will wipe out a town, which that's good for the landowner, but kind of kind of stinks if you're a shooter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. and I can tell you this. Don't let Jamie's kind of humble. He's pretty deadly with that uh, two, two, three, that ranch rifle. I'm telling you, you made some darn nice shots Thanks, on buddy. Saturday. Appreciate yeah. it. Appreciate what, that. What uh, what kind of ammunition are you shooting, Jamie, on that uh, two, two, three? I was I, I reload myself too, but for the particular rifle I was using, I mean, I can't even reload to get it shoot any better. So I was shooting uh, some 55 grain soft points out of that, some Fiocchi's, and you can buy them. They're pretty reasonable price. So I always shoot real good out of everything and. And um, did 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 the job great on the prairie dogs. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, somebody did. sent you a video or something, but yeah, I did see him. Uh, how many yards out were you uh, uh, from this dog town? 
Ah, uh, the farthest one I got, um, Clay and I went, I think we went and picked up a prairie dog summer, right, Clay, and come back, and there was just one out there. I think he was 302 or 309. We did. I will say we had a heck of a crosswind, too. That, and, was, a, uh, that was one heck of a shot. There's no Clay said, there's your it. buddy out there. He goes, maybe you should do something <laughs> about that. So I did, and, and at that time, I did. That was my longest shot of the day, actually. I got him at 300, a little over 300 yards, and that's when the hawk came out and took yes. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I never had him take a prairie. But yeah, other than that, I mean, every probably and the closest shot I had probably sixty yards, maybe. But most of them were most of them were probably around a hundred to two hundred yards. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Most, yeah, I'd say that hundred to two hundred yard mark seemed to be the yeah. one. And uh, you know, starting later is probably a good idea. Like like you said in the beginning. I think uh, so. The dogs started coming out a little later. In fact, when that you know cloud cover that that did impair it. Dogs just don't come out. Uh, you, you know, you shoot once, they go down. It might be a, quite a while. As soon as that sun popped out a little bit uh, in between those clouds, it's about two yeah. o'clock. All of a sudden, it lit up, and for twenty minutes, you and Axe had had a lot of shooting pretty nonstop. Yeah, we did. I think you guys nailed about ten of them just in that twenty minutes. Yeah. I think theater. we couldn't find some of them too, because I was actually thinking, Jay, when we were hitting them, I yep. was going, um, I don't know if I'm going to remember where I hit all of these things, so I don't know if we're going to find them all, which I don't think we did, but. You know, whatever we had to go out and try, and I'd say too, um, all the rain down there, um, <laughs> where we were super yeah. we hunting there in Sioux. I mean, it looked like uh, Jurassic Park. It was so green down there. That's good. Really? I've never seen it. Yeah. Oh, it was unreal. Yeah. I mean, they we were in this high, higher spot of the prairie there too, and I mean, there's a big dam up there, and there were just big wet spots up there. It was, it was unbelievable. Love wow. seeing that. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, it was, all it was right. Fun. Real Good fun. to hear. And uh, uh, so you ended up with, uh, what was it, 12? 26. 26. Play, right, we got? Yep. 26 dogs that we were, that we were able to find. Yeah, um, okay. There was at least three or four that we did not find. Uh, yeah, like sure. I said, too, and Clay said it, too. We, we, it's not like we saw a whole bunch of them. Even when, even when we got there, right? usually they're running around. But, boy, we didn't see, I mean, no. not not like usual. So something's kind of odd there. I don't know if the winner did something to them as well, Jay, or not. But sure, uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I I, I enjoyed. I guess on a positive, yeah, your percentages were good. Your your guys' percentages yeah. were good on your on your shot to kill uh, percentage wise. There's no doubt about it because you didn't see that many dogs, but the yeah. one you did, you, you sniped them pretty yep. good. Yeah, we got more. Yeah, I had, <laughs> had trouble with one there. I tell you, <laughs> Jay, it's funny. Um, I, I was getting a lot of one shot one shot hits and kills but uh one of them was out there and he wasn't even that far i mean 200 honestly right. for me 203 yards i shouldn't miss anything <laughs> sure and uh, i missed him about seven times and i was going to give up and i tried one more and then i got him i said i'm gonna go get him right. right now heck i went out there and and um the prairie dogs will surprise you too i hit him i mean you can see the the, the, the blood and then other stuff around the hole but man he made it down the hole and i certainly wasn't going to reach my hand down in there and come get a rattlesnake <laughs> on so he got a, he got away from me in the end anyways and and, and uh, i shot all them rounds off at him but uh yeah it, it, you'd be surprised if, if somebody who doesn't shoot prairie dogs ever hunt prairie man you you can hit them and these suckers will go down the hole on you a lot of times because that that's uh I don't know. They're just tough little animals, and uh, that's why Jay. I, I I try to head shoot them all the time. To be honest, yeah, a lot of people yeah. like to get them and see them <laughs> fly in the air, and which didn't um, flip around Axel up in the air. Yeah. <laughs> Axe definitely had the flip of the day on one there. Me and Clay. Oh, wow. But yeah, I always try to go for the head because I don't want them getting down the hole on me. So and if they stay on top, whatever the coyotes or the hawks or whatever other kind of uh, predator or something can come eat them and clean them up. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all yeah. right, let's uh, let's move yeah, on to. Uh, 
second topic here we've got for you now uh california governor newsom wants a uh, new constitutional amendment he is proposing a 28th amendment that would have four we'll call freedoms added clay would you like <laughs> to tell the viewers what those uh <laughs> all about this yeah. uh, freedoms? I will start. I'll commend them only on one thing. I don't usually give anything like that to a commie like Newsom, but at least they're doing it correctly this time. You know, it is a Second Amendment right that's enshrined within the, in the Constitution. Really, the only way to change it would be with another amendment. So I'll give them that part, but probably the only time they even care about it is their last-ditch effort. But So one of them is, is raising the federal minimum age to purchase a firearm from 18 to 21. And the problem with that is, you are a recognized adult within the United States with, by law, at 18. So now you're going to deny a, basically a legal adult recognized by the federal government and every state, for that matter, from 18 to 20. You're going to deny them their Second Amendment rights. So to me, that that's right there is going to be unconstitutional. Mandating universal background checks to prevent truly dangerous people from purchasing a gun that could be used in a crime. Well, I'm sure that sounds just all roses and unicorns to a lot of people. Oh, we can't have them bad people getting them. Thing is, that won't stop <laughs> bad people anyway. And their idea of a universal background check would be like if Jamie and I, or, or you and I, Jay, you know, I have a, a nice 12 gauge shotgun that you're really looking to get and then try, try and start trap shooting. Well, yeah. right now I could we could negotiate a price. It'd be a private sale, and you'd get a really nice shotgun, and then I'd go buy something new. <laughs> anyway, yeah. right now, the way or if they get this in, we will have to find an FFL dealer, take it to them. Who knows what they'll charge? Being it's going to be mandated, you know it's going to be an inflated price. Oh yeah. yeah. And then they're going to go have to go through that. So that's insane too. Also, it actually stopped myself from giving them to my son. You know, I'd have to have every single firearm I own done through an FFL transfer and that ain't happening so the the third one is instituting a reasonable uh, or is that the word right james yeah reason reasonable to who <laughs> they don't define who's going to define it anyway uh bar, it's going to be instituting a reasonable waiting period for all gun purchases all right so hmm. they, they mean every single one no matter what kind and that that goes for our private sales mm -hmm. too and it's reasonable. Not 30 on six, Clay. That's a hunting rifle. Oh, that's a hunting rifle, yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, the fourth one they mentioned in here is barring civilian purchase of assault weapons, and they don't define that, by the way, that serve no other purpose than to kill as many people as possible in a short amount of time. Weapons of war our nation's founders never foresaw. Hmm. Hmm. So kill as many people in the shortest time as possible, Clay. Remind me, uh, World War One, and they had bolt-action guns. That were those out that what those made for the Springfield 1903s? Uh, yeah. Oh, that's okay. Exactly just what making, just checking, just checking. So that's an assault rifle up, too, right? And it was and quite weapon. an upgrade. <laughs> yeah. you know, every, every time you look at a battle that took place or war within our history, you know we had single shots, then we have lever actions, and then we had bolt actions. Kind of all, all a progress, progression, and why? to shoot more, you know, more ammunition and defeat the enemy. Mm -hmm. Then we mm -hmm. come out with the M1s. I, I'm sure he's, he's familiar with the M1s, which was the semi-auto um, 
was an amazing firearm. I have one of them myself, and I just I love that gun. Just the nostalgia. Woodstock on it too, right? That thing's well, even a woodstock got it, and it's a thirty odd six, so that's a hunting rifle. Yeah, right there you go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Hey, Clay, I'd, I'd say too, Jay. Guess what? California already has all them laws, and um, yep. what does that stop? That hasn't stopped any. I mean, <laughs> that's their big Nothing. crime. Uh, crimes high in California, especially in their big cities. Yeah. So, I. <laughs> no no thanks no. it doesn't work it's proven failure already um you know well, he'll tell you too on some of these wow they brought in guns from out of state oh so you're right yeah you're right criminals don't obey the laws you can make a constitutional right. amendment there they'll still bring them in and let's not forget just as illinois keeps complaining about their surrounding states like uh, indiana for instance they're bringing yep. them in there or new york they're all the states that have this utopia gun control that already on the books blame the other states for their problem now well then how come those states don't have the problem that's my <laughs> yeah. question you go look yeah. at those states they're not having a problem i mean you might have a very heavy populated area your your urban metropolitan area that might see an increase but i went and actually broke this out in minneapolis because i knew we were going to be talking about this mm -hmm. yes minneapolis minnesota has a very high percentage of, of quote violent crime by guns and i don't know their stat is different than FBI's, and I'm not sure if they include everything, including, you know, suicide, maybe. I, I'm not sure. It, does, it didn't define it. But they also have a higher population versus the rural area of Minnesota. Mm -hmm. And when you break that out, then you can see the difference. So really, um, for the, honestly, I hate to say it, but for their actual population, it's not that high a percentage, which would make sense. you got actually fewer crimes committed for the amount of people in that area. So, yeah, I don't, when you look at the other states that surround ones with those utopia gun control laws, I don't really think it's that big of an issue as far as that causing the crime. It's it just, gun control don't work. You're taking away a, a normal person that has a second amendment right. They're, they're basically their freedom to protect themselves. And that's the problem. Part of I this, think it, part of his, go ahead, Jay, I'm sorry. Uh, I was just going to say, I think it was a non-starter for me when uh, they raised the age limit from 18 to 21. Yeah. You know, it it uh, is for me, too. Yeah. Well, if you look at if they're, you know, they all want to bring up these mass shootings. If you do it, most of these guys are, uh, they're over 21 years old. They're over 21. I mean, the, 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 the Asian, remember the older Asian guy? He legally had a suppressor. He was a violent mm -hmm. felon who didn't know, shouldn't, wasn't able to own guns, and and, and he still went and, and, and did the killing, you know. And far as I mean, like gangbangers when they're younger, what, you think gangbangers care yeah. about and any kind of no, they don't care about anything. They're they're, they're criminals, and I got a kick out of part of his press release, uh, Governor Newsom. Um, he says proposals guarantee, like Clay said, common sense, common sense constitutional mm -hmm. protections. No, it's not. It's infringing on your constitutional right by making another one. Like it's well, <laughs> how is that guaranteeing any constitutional civil right? No, it's not. It's not. Right. It's not. Exactly. Um, speaking of rights as uh, gun owners, uh, the court, uh, uh, this is a kind of a landmark decision, isn't it? Court protects now the gun rights for a nonviolent offender and a significant victory for Second Amendment advocates. Philadelphia's third U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals ruled in favor of a Pennsylvania man barred from possessing a firearm due to a nonviolent uh, conviction. Uh, Clay, maybe you could go a little deeper on that for us. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's, they've been fighting this for a long time. I actually personally know people that, that have this same issue. They're a felon by, by definition. You know, they're a felon, but it was a nonviolent crime. 
Uh, <laughs> one gentleman I know, he absolutely is not a felon as far as you know, violence. But he had a little arithmetic problem when at the place he worked, and um, you know it was quite <laughs> large. And and yeah, so he but he lost his rights, but he served his time. So he really, mm -hmm. to me, his, his Second Amendment rights should be restored, just like all your other constitutional amendment rights in any felony generally are. So this was kind of a big deal. Uh, Philadelphia, the Third U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals, favor they went in favor of Brian Range. And what's interesting is. You know what they, and we keep talking about this, they based it due to the Supreme Court ruling in the New York Rifle and Pistol Association versus Bruin. Again, here you have your Bruin case, again, setting precedent. I'm pretty sure that's, you know, what led to that 28th Amendment thing. They're seeing the defeats now based on Bruin, and now they're like, oh, it ain't going to work anymore to go to the mm -hmm. courts probably. Yeah. Uh, it was an 11-4 ruling that was handed down. Uh, Firearms Policy Coalition, uh, they're also a good pro-Second Amendment nonprofit that they're the ones that really got involved in this, filed the amicus brief and went and went forth. And, you know, I look at this and go, why wouldn't you take somebody who's paid their dues? They're not they're not violent. They're, we're talking nonviolent felonies hmm. and restore those rights and make them human again. I've never understood that actually with any person who's convicted of a crime. If you've done your you know, if you've done your time for the crime that you committed and you truly have been reformed, then you need to be welcomed back in the society. Uh, otherwise, you're not going to make a go at it, and you're going to end up in that same cycle anyway. So mm -hmm. I'm all for this. I think it was a great uh, precedent-setting thing, too. That's going to affect so many different court cases going on right now, even at state levels, and this is going to be a precedent-setting ruling once again. And it wasn't even, I mean, the ruling wasn't even close. It was 11-4, no, so it, it, it easily, it easily, yeah. And um, I, I even go a little further. I think even um, if you are like a violent felon, and I think if you did your time and you came out, I'm willing to say um, some of these people can go before a, a review or something, and if they keep their nose clean for five years or 10 years or something, yeah. then their rights should be restored as well. I'm not saying, like, if you shoot three people or something, and I mean, you know, and you come out and you're obviously not, you don't have any remorse and you're still a, you know, um, a drag on society, then absolutely not. But, uh, but yeah, I, you know, I think, I think this is going to be great, you know, and the judge wrote a nice uh, thing about it, talking about how you can't just let people start um, governments, you know, labeling people. And that's, that's a good way to get, keep people from owning guns and making them criminals, right? Clay, we just decide that for you. Just decide it for yeah. you. And that's what that's about. <laughs> yeah. And that'll stop this. And I, I saw this in North Dakota when I was a rep too. A guy, unfortunately he, and it was his own fault. He was mishandling his firearm. He left it loaded on a countertop in his house with his child running around. Obviously the child had had zero uh, training as far as what mm -hmm. you should and shouldn't do, picked it up. It was loaded and, and didn't die, but did shoot himself uh, accidentally. And he still hasn't gotten his gun rights restored. And he's, I mean, this guy, even, you know, I, I haven't checked up with him since I retired, but I'm telling you, this guy, he felt worse than anybody on earth, I think. Oh, man. I can't imagine. Yeah. And uh, probably learned a really hard, hard lesson. And it probably never happened again. But there's a guy that now lost his Second Amendment rights in the state of North Dakota. When really he shouldn't, uh, they should they should be restored, but they haven't been yet. Yeah, and I've said for years, um, you, doesn't say anywhere in our Constitution or Bill of Rights that you have to be a, a Boy Scout and have a right. clean record to exercise yeah. your civil rights. And people are people. You're going to do some stupid things. There's there's no getting around that. Um, but but it, in my opinion, and like I said, I've never read it anywhere where they said, hey, if you're not a perfect citizen, then you can't have all your rights. That, 
that was oh. never said or written down anywhere by them. It doesn't even technically say law abiding. I mean, we yeah, yeah, that, right. but it doesn't. It actually does not say that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Clay, I've got a, I've got a question for you. I'm sorry, uh, JD. Yes. Uh, nope. Go for it. Um, so, you know, we were talking, I think even last week, about what Minnesota passed. They're decriminalizing uh, marijuana, and uh, they'll even mm-hmm. retro go back to some of the folks that were convicted for smaller amounts of uh, marijuana, probably felonies. Now, would those folks then be able to possibly get their Second Amendment uh, rights back if, uh, if, if it's possible? You know, it'll be... Yeah. I don't know if they will be being the feds have that moratorium on mm-hmm. an illegal substance. And that's actually mm-hmm. in law. To, then they're guilty. And uh, I don't know. I mean, I would, you know, if I was a good lawyer and I was defending one of my clients who had, had that conviction, I'm definitely going to look to this and, and probably file an appeal based on that just because of the preference that it's actually, it doesn't, you don't, your rights don't end after you've done your time and it's a nonviolent, Mm-hmm. felony mm-hmm. so uh, would it will it happen i don't know but i i definitely think it's going to be something that a lot of good lawyers are going to look they, they'd be foolish not to try that defense mm-hmm. honestly and like you and the guys we all talked about last week you know i i i don't have an issue with it. i don't personally use that drug mm-hmm. drug but it's not to me it's not that uh it's not such a serious issue as most make it out to be yeah i'd agree with everything clay said right there i don't know that i could even add any more to that i I, I, you should be able to have your constitutional rights and and do but not the federal thing clay that that's That's, that gets you that's where you got the difference there in in the in the federal Mm -hmm. law on drugs and they're pretty hard on it i mean they don't really distinguish the difference between marijuana and maybe lsd as far as punishment they're all pretty much the same yeah, so we'll have yeah. to, uh, I guess, keep an eye on that in the next few years on how that plays out yes. for uh, Minnesota, I guess. Huh? Um, yeah. Let's turn turn to uh, recent CNN town hall presidential hopeful Nikki Haley now said that she does not support red flag laws, that uh, she feels the government cannot be trusted with the power that these uh, red flag laws would create, J.D., yeah, I, uh, you know, and I'm not, I'm not, I support Nikki Haley, but she's not my main, she's not my main <laughs> candidate here, but I couldn't, I couldn't agree with her more on that. I, I don't trust the government with that kind of power. Um, it, it just gets abused. And even be that your, your local government or your federal government, that's just going to get abused. You know, somebody just, and then you get, you know, well, you get your guns back. Yeah. If, if, if you can pay the money to go to court to get them back, and they just don't go, hey, I guess you're you're clean here. Come get your guns. No, it doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. You got you got to go to court and get your property back, even though you're innocent. You know, when somebody doesn't like you or they don't like guns, they don't like your politics or something, whatever. You know, hey, yeah. uh, call somebody yeah. and 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 then you get a government that doesn't like guns. If who's ever leading, or your county government or your whatever your police department. There's bureaucrats and and all these agencies and. Yeah, this is a good chance for me to go get somebody's guns. I don't care. As long as there's guns out there, I'm coming to get them. I'm going to follow this red flag line. You know, and that, that, that's exactly how it gets abused. And I, I, She's awesome on that, you know. I think it's great. I don't think and, she has uh, a chance of winning, but she's good on this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as, if that's her true stance, that's the one to have. I mean, we got a governor right now that's a presidential candidate. Uh, he says he's not for red flag laws, but I can prove that he was when they were talking about it in the 2017 and then when he was going in the 2019 legislative session along with kirsten basler and at that time our majority mm-hmm. and minority leaders mm-hmm. so yeah and we didn't say one thing and do another 
But the red flag laws, I don't trust the government. I never would. To me, it's a violation mm -hmm. of our constitutional due process uh, right. So uh, to me, there, there's never going to be a red flag law. We already kind of have one in just about every state. No one thinks about it. So um, in South Dakota, I'll use that because that's the one I'm most familiar with. If you file for a divorce, actually Wyoming's the same way. File for a divorce, both parties get a temporary restraining order put on them by a judge. Well, what that triggers then in both these states is you're, they're supposed to go to your house and take your guns. What crime hmm. did you commit? Yeah, you None. might. Hey, you might, Clay. Yeah, you got to wake your head here, Minority Report, remember? Yeah, and what the, what triggered it is was the restraining order. You know, you got permanent restraining orders and temporary restraining order. They both carry the same weight that way, and they go take it as a precaution. And I disagree. Um, you, you're not going to get in there and prevent anything if someone yeah. has has it in their mind to do a lot of damage to their you know to their you know future ex. They're probably going to get the job done. So now, uh, so we already kind of have a form of that. And I, I don't agree with that. I've been wanting to have that changed for years, but uh, yeah, I and can't how, convince them the staunch Republicans that change. And that. how many angry um, in, in a split up, the angry significant other is going to throw a red flag out too? Then you know what I'm saying? Oh, I guarantee yeah. you that get that every all, time. You know, yeah, just about. Yeah, especially if they start arguing and it's a bitter yep. breakup. I mean, there's going to be they'll use anything like that. People get you know they get mad and they'll get do whatever they can mm -hmm. to get you. That's absolutely right. Uh, gentlemen, excellent uh, week this week. Covered some great topics. Uh, what do you got coming up on Wednesday night? Well, Clay, I think we're going to have a guest on, actually. Um, Sons of Liberty. Yep. What is it? North, so Bismarck Sons of Liberty. I think we're going to have him yep. on for, for 30 minutes. And uh, as usual, Jay, we're going to have some good Second Amendment topics. I imagine we got the poll question of the week, too, which we tied in with the Prairie Dog Shoot with your favorite uh, Prairie Dog bullet. And mm -hmm. I haven't looked. A lot of people <laughs> haven't looked already. But, um, yeah, it's going to come down to soft points or the ballistic tip. But, yeah, and you, you can catch that at um, 6 p.m. Central or 6 p.m. Mountain, 7 p.m. Central, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. And I think Clay's got us going on Rumble now. And, of course, on our yep, website, www.gunsin701.com. Excellent. And I think and we're also going to probably hit that prairie dog shoot because uh, we got we got a few videos and pictures. We can share <laughs> yeah, on we do. <laughs> How yeah. many teams yeah. did you have this weekend down there, uh, JD? There are twenty-five, I believe. Is that what it was okay. play, right? Does that yep. actually reduced it too, Jay? Because the prairie yep. they said the prairie dog population, like we talked about in the beginning, was down, so they actually did reduce the teams. They did down a bit too. So yeah, yeah. Dang. Yeah, it's, it was fun. I, I, man, I love shooting prairie dogs. I, I mean, I'm passionate. Deer hunting is my favorite kind of hunting. But uh, and some of my buddies get mad when I say it, but I actually like prairie dog, prairie dog hunting better. You don't have to get oh. up early. You go late. You get to shoot a bunch, and and <laughs> oh. hey, you don't have to clean it when you're done either. So <laughs> right. a lot of fun. A lot of fun. <laughs> Absolutely. It's I remember. Summertime. There's no snow. About 35, 40 years ago or so, uh, yeah, I always had, I had this best friend of mine, uh, his uh, grandpa uh, had a farm there uh, just uh, west of Belcourt, north of uh, Rolette a little bit, and he'd always say, hey, let's go out to the farm, we'll ride four-wheeler and shoot, uh, you know, gophers. I was like, I'm all for it, pal. Yeah, when we get there, though, we had to work for like four hours before we could do any of that fun stuff. Ah, <laughs> we had the haul bales, we had... Yeah, so we had to, but uh, nonetheless, great time. You got so. you in good shape for football. 
He absolutely <laughs> did. There you go. There you go. Well, gentlemen, guns of the 701.com. Check them out there. Wednesday night again, 7 uh, Central, 6 Mountain, and uh, some great topics we covered this week. Look forward to our conversation once again next Monday, 1230, right here on the KFYR Plus app. Uh, guys, have yourself a great week, and uh, look forward to next week, all right? You bet. You're you you dry, Jay. <laughs> all right, guys. Dry, guys. Yeah, all right, take you, care. You bet now. It is